back to the Gurren Otaku Council podcast, and this is episode 61, where today we're going to be talking about how our boy Gojo has been sealed and much, much <laughs> more. But of course, before we get into all that, then please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date on all things about the council. With that being said, the council is now in session. Let the meeting begin. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. How are y'all? Hope you everybody's doing well. How you doing today, McMillian? I'm doing good, my friend. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. All right, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what we got going on yep. for the agenda today. So for the agenda today, as always, we're going to start with council announcements. I just got two here. Uh, our Aniplex Online episode was uh, released last week, top of the week, um, where we just talk about basically the news that came out of the Aniplex Fest, as well as have a reign of the Seven Spellblades uh discussion slash review if you will and uh but also besides that um we're on the road to 100 subscribers so please if you're watching this on youtube um go ahead hit that red button show us some love also if you're listening on the audio platforms i get it i'm an audio person as well I like to listen while i'm driving or doing other stuff around the house you know just hop on youtube hop on that red app and uh <laughs> press the button uh it won't bother you at all after that, um, we'll be going into our JJK episodes um, conversation. We're going to be talking about episode 31 and 33. Um, as well, then we'll move moving on to our anime news, giving you guys our weekly rec- our weekly recommendation. And then, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but um, the new big three is here. Um, and it's just Kakurabashi, Kakurabashi, and uh, Kakurabashi. And so we just wanted to show some love to, you know, the GOAT, the thing that changed our, all our lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's what it's saying. Yeah, um, yeah, for once in the um change, we're actually going to be talking about a manga, so I know Bimmy is excited, and maybe <laughs> even some of the listeners. But yeah, um, everybody's been talking about it, so you was like, you know what, might, we might as well at least check it out. Might as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead and get us started today. That we're gonna go ahead and start us off with the JJK discussion, and I do believe the last time we discussed JJK, we left off with the first episode, correct? No, it was uh Meku last time we discussed it, it was um basically the episode the first episode of the Shibuya arc. Is that what you mean? Like by yeah. first episode? Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay. I was thinking when you said that first episode of season two. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's where we left off technically at the end. I mean, there's not much I feel like more to discuss for the other episode, uh, due to the fact that it's just the fight happened. Uh Mechamaro versus Mahito and I mean, basically, what we predicted was correct. Is that Mechamaru took his L, um, unfortunately. Looked damn good while doing it, though. I'll say that, my guy. You you, you, you went out <laughs> like a G. And that's, you know, sometimes it's all you can ask for. Sometimes it's all you can ask for as a side character. Well, well, he might still be hanging around, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But yeah, he did. You know, he took his L like a man. And so we, we moved forward from that. And then so the Shibuya incident has started because I don't think we talked about that when we last mm-hmm. talked about JJK. But the Shibuya incident started. Our boy Gojo pulled up to the scene. You know, we find out was, you know, everything that's going on. Everybody split into three different teams. So we got Team Nanami, um, Team Nabito, and Team Asuya. And of course, you know, Team Gojo, but he's a <laughs> one man team. Team. And, oh, well, and also Team Meimei. Oh, yes, and Team Meimei. Thank you. Can't forget about mm-hmm. Team Meimei because that one has our boy um, Yuji on it. So yep. definitely can't forget about Team Meimei. Um, but yeah, so um, everybody knows they split into different groups to handle the situation at Shibuya because a, a giant veil had, had come down around the entire city, along with another veil that's come down around this um, train station that's inside Shibuya. So it's like mm-hmm. two veils inside of um, one. And of course, they're, they're hiding it, the all the curse users and stuff are hiding in the second layer veil. And our boy Gojo, you know, went down there to take care of things. And boy, did he take care of things. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> in that, the midst of that was the plan. Things he got he got sealed. But but let's talk about this though. So our boy Gojo, you know, he pulls up to um take on all the curse users and the curse spirits, of course, at the train station. And it's uh, it's um I can't remember his name. What's his name? The the volcano guy. What's his name again? Jogo. There we go. Jogo. It's the plant girl. And I believe her name is such the is, H. Um, yeah, I was about to say it starts. I'm blanking on it as well. Um, it was him, Mahito, and some new curse user we haven't Choso. seen yet before. Um, Choso. Choso. Okay, his name is Choso. Um, and this guy it looks like he can, he has blood curse spirit um, manipulation of blood. No mm-hmm. um, curse techniques with blood uh, in it. There we go. 
If you oh missed it, Gojo theorized that this is another one of the cursed womb um, children. If you don't remember who those are, uh, at the end of season one, Itadori and Itabar- Itadori and Nobara fought them. Um, the, basically, the poison wing king guy and that deformed looking one. Oh, one of them. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Why it's interesting that he looks way different than the other ones though, because like you said, the other ones look more like curse users, and he, this one, well, cursed spirits, spirits, and this one looks, looks more like, like a no mm-hmm. human. It's yep. interesting. Okay, um, yeah, and he seems to have some type of blood manipulation curse, um, based on what we did see. But yeah, uh, Gojo, uh, basically, we found out that the, that the seal itself was like made to keep humans in and all other cursed users except gojo out um that's what like basically we kind of like started on the first episode well like the first uh episode after the uh mechamaru and uh, mojito fight was basically them trying to figure out like okay we need to take down this veil and that's what itadori's or team meimei's uh job was and that's where we get to see itadori fight the grasshopper yeah uh, which was a good fight, I'll say. Um, I know some people had some people had some reservations about it because it all they did like the quick like little chop animations due to like all the fists flying uh, back and forth. But I thought it was still a so I, I thought yeah, it was still I, good. I don't think it really bothered me that much. I mean, he's fighting a grasshopper. What, what 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 much more do you guys want? Yeah, and also I think um, me and Aaron talked a little bit about it, but uh, I also think that that was kind of just to show that how much Ichidori has possibly evolved as a fighter since we last seen him, because he's able to keep up with a. Well, like I feel like this is like a grade one or possibly special grade one type of curse, um, considering of how many people it did kill, and then the fact that it's like he it had four arms and Ichidori was just brushing that shit off like it was nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel you know they they um did not specify what grade of curse he was, but I, I'm with you on that. It's probably more like a grade. I, I wouldn't give it a special grade, but it probably was a grade one type mm-hmm. of curse because, like I said, about um how much of humans it did eat. But then, yeah, I mean, you know, our boy Yuji pulled up. He whooped him real quick, and then he destroyed the. I think it was like a nail type object mm-hmm. that was yeah, um we first saw that the veil it, or at least yeah. adding structure to the veil at least. Yeah, we had um, uh, if, if you no. don't if anyone doesn't recall, that's like the same type of nail that uh ghetto uh, used um in the fight with mechamaru and mahito uh to kind of yeah. like keep it so that like other people can interfere with it so we yeah. we are it's a uh just to show exactly how far this plan back started you know and then so yeah um aboard yuji he you know he destroys the little nail the veil the first one of the first layers of the veil comes down and so now mm-hmm. we fast forward back to gojo with him fighting the other curse um cursed spirits and cursed users down inside the um train station it gets to a point <laughs> where our boy gojo is dismantling these guys just straight up dismantling these guys to the point where he even kills Hanami, straight up got straight up got her own out of the picture. Kills Hanami, mm-hmm. but one of the interesting things about this fight, though, they um introduce, uh, I think it's called simple domains, right? Or well, domain was, amplification. Domain amplification is probably yeah. what you're talking about because simple domains okay. were introduced in season one. Um, the girl. The blue-haired girl with the sword—that's like her specialty. Is well, I, I, I was remember simple domain because I remember Mekamaro. Mm-hmm. He was the thing. He was mentioning the thing. His little special curse on um, technique was similar, similar to a simple domain. So that's I think that's why I got confused. But domain amplifications. So it seems like I don't know. From my understanding, though, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like they can apply almost. Not necessarily a domain expansion, but a, like a mini domain expansion or a mini domain so around kinda, their body. Yeah, so that's kind of what like it's interesting because simple domains are are that, but not like as small. They're like tight. That's they're they're within a small area, but not to the point where, as you said, covering just the body, which is what um, they surmise what Gojo used to kill Hanami so fast was the fact that he like imparted all his spiritual well spirit i was about to say spiritual pressure curse energy on hanami in that like near instant so i think you uh that is correct um okay your definition of it yeah okay but, so that's interesting but you know that expands upon the i guess not the theory but the 
foundation of domains, if you will, the different type mm-hmm. of domains. And um, Curse Energy as well, yep. you, yeah, and Curse Energy and Curse Energy and stuff like that. So that's interesting because I did have, you know, that one, <laughs> one, my one strife was about, you know, what about domains and stuff like that. I wanted to see more expansion upon those. And it does seem like we definitely get more, we're getting more of that. Uh, but mm-hmm. then we get to that one scene where he re- actually releases his domain expansion. And now I definitely want to know, correction if I'm wrong or not, because so he activated his domain for 0.2 seconds, but it took him three minutes to kill all the transfigured humans. Is that correct? That was correct. I, basically, it took him like 300 seconds or a, some, it's a certain amount of seconds they said in the episode. I can't remember. but Basically, it did boil down, I think, to around a couple of, of minutes. Um, and the reason he did so is because normal people it, that if they entered his domain, limitless, the unlimited void or whatever they call it, would ha- they would have died, basically. Like a normal person could not have withstanded basically what the unlimited void could do. So he released it for only 0.2 seconds so that because he, off of guesswork, thought that uh, that's how long a normal person could survive. Survive, and potentially. Hit, with, yeah, with minimal, like injury or whatever damage to the person they will live they wouldn't mm-hmm. die at least yeah and then he and if you remember when he activates unlimited void basically it leaves whoever's inside of it stunned because mm-hmm. they had it's like they understand all the expanses of the universe it just overloads your mind basically and he used that time to kill all the transfigured humans that mahito brought on the train which by the way bitch move but like they <laughs> they they, but technically, that's their whole strategy was to just do bitch move after bitch move to get this man yeah. as ragged as possible. And see, and then like I, I, I was thinking about it because you know, they was basically explaining you know why they couldn't really have this big battle against Gojo. Well, you know, one of the main reasons was because um, they had to keep him with the the prison seal. They had to keep him within the area of fake for at least a minute. But definitely mm-hmm. on top of that, it's like, you know, it's Gojo. We're not just finna sit here and box Gojo and yeah. keep him in one area for a minute. So I was like, okay, well, now that I really think about it, they couldn't really do like a, even if it, they did just like same situation where they trapped him all together just by himself, they still couldn't just really take him five against one for one. It really wouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So they had mm-hmm. to come up with some more plans like, you know, okay, throwing humans at him and stuff like that, making, forcing him to make a decision. Hey, are you either going to kill us? Or kill all these humans, or say these humans, or you're just gonna say, "Hey, or you're gonna kill all these humans in order to kill us." Basically, you no, know, make forcing him to make that decision essentially. And when yeah. he um, released his domain expansion, I thought he just said "eff it" and he was just gonna kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably like the same reaction a lot of people had because I was definitely like, "Oh, okay." Well, he just said, "Fuck it." It we had to at this point, y'all pissed me off too. Yeah, much, I thought, which yeah, I thought he said it is what it is. Yes, <laughs> but as the, I think like. I think it was a. I think it was just a narrator, basically explaining like, or no, no, no. It was like Jogo. I think in his mind was just like. Well, no, it was a narrator. He, essentially, you just say a narrator. Okay, a narrator well, I, I remember on. them. I remember them basically saying like Gojo. He he could at, at, at any point, like in a normal circumstance, he could have killed them. He could have basically beat all of the cursed spirits, like Mahito and all them. But yeah. because they had so many people, he couldn't deal. He. He could deal with some loss of life, but he couldn't be directly caught like Responsible the cause of it for yeah. all of like, it. Yeah, he, he couldn't deal with that himself. So that's I thought that was I, I, it's so interesting because I think like this is another reason they showed the hidden inventory arc before Shibuya to show yeah. you basically like what was the foundation or basis of this incident itself. Because even uh, Toji used mm-hmm. that against him like he sent all those sorcerers after him and the after him ghetto and the girl to whittle yeah. gojo down to the point where he's like you're so tired you're so exhausted that i i can do this now right like i have yeah. the opportunity to do this and that was basically the same thing that led to him being sealed yeah and then on top of that you know ghetto was so smart and he pointed out the fact he was like you know we can't get into a battle of, you know domains against him so we we have to force him in a situation where he can't use his domain because essentially you know you can't win do y'all want to get in the battle against mm-hmm. domains well that's essentially that's literally what he asked him y'all can't win that struggle so um you know we're going to put him in this situation to where he basically have even though we had still forced him to make a decision to do it 
he's not likely to do it. And that's why when he did, everybody was so mm-hmm. shocked when he was, no, when he released it, it was like, oh, like, hey, oh, what, fuck, like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like, we didn't think it was going, it was going to take you this fast. Like, even if you did come to the conclusion, we didn't think it was going to come to the conclusion this fast. And it was just, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't even the conclusion everybody thought it was at that. It was just like, okay, Gojo, you, re- you really over here snap, you popping off now. I did not expect this. You really <laughs> completely caught me off guard. Yeah, I mean, I think this is why he, he he's the greatest sorcerer right now, man. The greatest sorcerer living because he did that off instinct. That wasn't even yeah. try. And it was just like, and it just reminded me of like when he when he mastered reverse curse technique because he was like, I just I had to do it to survive. I am the honored <laughs> one, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing. Yeah, but uh, um, but, but then after you, that, uh-huh. well. Before we move on, I was okay. going to ask, do you think, like, if you were in Gojo's shoes, do you think you would have, like, done the same thing? Like, would you have listen, cared I don't about know. those my people? Mind, listen, my mind was on kill those people, so I don't know if I would if that would have came to my mind. I'm just going to hit me straight up. <laughs> I'm just going to hit me straight up with you. My mind was on. My mind was, listen, I'm sorry, people, but these curse users, they got to go. We can't let them. We can't let them get away this time. They got to go. I, and I think that's completely fair. I like I, For me, though, these I think. These curse I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> not me i got you and i uh but for me though I, I think i was probably i would probably be on like the same tip as gojo like i could accept some loss of human life but i don't think i could be i could be the reason i mean for it. like i don't think i, could I mean get over there. but like uh, it's just the people on that floor though everybody else that was trapped <laughs> you know in shibuya they get to live like it's unfortunate but i mean i think i would have just called that decision like hey they gotta they gotta hey, and it, and again, I think that's fair because they put you in that position, right? Because like, I mean, even me- think about it. Because even if if he did decide to do that, he might not have gotten sealed like he did. Oh no, he probably wouldn't have. But I think that's the. I, but I think like that's good writing though, because uh, the, yeah. the it, this clearly shows that like the creator understands no, the type of character they made. You yeah. know. Because mm-hmm. if if not for the people, everybody would be like, "Oh, that's bullshit." How did Gojo <laughs> get sealed? Like we know he could handle himself in a fight against these motherfuckers. So like, yeah. Yeah, it was just a really good moment. But, yeah, no, uh, go, no, go 100%, ahead. I agree. But go ahead. Yeah, and, and they continue on that. The motherfucking plot twist of the arc. At least one of them for, I don't know, there's probably more, but at least at least one mm-hmm. of them for the arc. We find out that Ghetto is not actually Ghetto, which, which is actually what I've been dun, wondering this dun, entire dun. time. Because I was like, because ever since I watched the JJK Zero movie, I was like, and you know, it was revealed that he killed him. I was like, so he killed him. But then I was like, but this man is still alive though in the season. So what's you know, like what's going on with well, that? So uh-huh. And the well, I mean, the cool thing about that is we did talk about this in the movie, and I even said, like, I think maybe it's a cursed spirit in like his form. What it actually is is even worse, in my opinion. <laughs> Cause like <laughs> like for instance, they like, you know, throughout the first season and stuff, you can see the scars on his head. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I think like a lot of people could be like, Oh, that maybe that's just like Something happened, and he did yeah. get fucked up at like the end he got, of the. He like Gojo did kind of fuck him up, so like, <laughs> but maybe yeah, so he would have a scar. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I even think like one of the last shots of Ghetto is him bleeding from his head. So it's not like far fetched to be like, oh, maybe he had to, you know, have surgery or something. And then you get to this episode, and that motherfucker take his scalp off, and you like, oh, <laughs> there's a nigga in there. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's that's how we're doing it. All right. We're not even just, like you said, just uh, using cursed energy to just take over his body. Oh, you took his body. Okay. Right. All right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> which which I just have to say, why? what's up with all the body stature? It like, like Mochimaru started this, a trend. This, listen, <laughs> the Mochimaru theme has been a popular trend recently with the new gym mangas. I don't know what's going on. Maybe, you know, Naruto out here inspiring a lot of people. But hey, <laughs> well, Orochimaru out here inspiring a lot of people. <laughs> I'm just saying, one for all, trying to do it. Now we got this motherfucker. Gets I, I just, I, I, I'm just wondering, did they all yeah. steal his notebook? So now, like this- so now I'm definitely interested because, like you said, the guy who is inside of Ghetto's body, we didn't, we don't get. I don't think he revealed his name. No, I, I might be no. mistaken. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm no. gonna say I don't think he revealed Although, his name. Uh-huh. I will say this: do not go look up anything. Oh, probably. Oh, I'm not because his name. His name's been out there for like ye- like I, I, years now. Like people oh, okay. have known. People have, people know the identity, so I just be careful. Speaking of careful, I, I'm sorry to cut us off. Fuck y'all. I opened, <laughs> I just opened TikTok one day. I didn't even know, but I don't know about leaks. I don't care about leaks. The first image I see, leak of the newest chapter, 
And I, I'm not going to say what it is because Alex is innocent. But fuck y'all. y'all know. <laughs> Goddamn, calm down. Like, niggas are still watching. The, uh, the second season came out. Like okay, like so they so I thought they were spoiling JJK like the season the Shibuya arc season. So they were spoiling the new chapters. That's what's yes. going on right now. Oh the brand God. the most recent chapter has probably one of the biggest things that happens in this story, and people are just un un like unspoiler tag just posting screen like you yeah. know how um on YouTube sometimes like thumbnails will just have the fucking just the the yeah yeah that. <laughs> I was like, I, all I did it was like, mm, let me see what funny TikTok. I just woke up. See what's let going me, on TikTok? TikTok today. It, a boom. A first thing I see. The I'm very like, first thing. Not even. Not even just a hello TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So 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 fuck y'all. Y'all knew, y'all know who you are. Um, with that. That's crazy. With that, let's continue. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, but y'all I gotta be safe out there. <laughs> we, yeah. Yes. Please be safe. But um, I will say something I really liked about the reveal. Was when it happened, Gojo's like, even it caught him off guard and it was sort of like kind of allowed him to get caught. But I really liked how he was like, my eyes and my senses are telling me you are ghetto. But I know in my soul, you that's not that's not who you are. I really just love that moment. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice moment as well. And then on top of that, I like how, like you mentioned, the in terms of the story writing, he they the you know the creator he used get Gojo's memory of Ghetto to kind of play with him so he gets stuck in his head. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I can see, okay, this is how they get this man to stay in the area for a minute. Because like, even so, like they're not really like how. Because I was thinking to myself, how are they really gonna box this man for a whole minute mm-hmm. <laughs> to one area? at that but i was like okay no this makes total sense because your your long lost friend that you had to kill your best mm-hmm. friend essentially that you had to kill yourself just popped up back in front of you that you ain't seen in years because we're really so because you you think he's dead because you killed him yeah um but yeah man, it's just is wild yeah no i i mean like basically the his with him being tired and the shock of seeing that i completely makes sense yeah oh yeah the two things yeah the tiredness and the shock on top of it because you know him using mm-hmm. his domain expansion like that through put some type some type of stress on his body to some certain extent. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah. So now now, now the goat locked up. Now it's <laughs> now, now it's fun time for the teams to figure out like what what the what was about and to happen. I must say, the- this was my one spoiler for the Shibuya incident arc was just that the fact that Gojo got sealed. So now that this you no, know, this is out the way. And I didn't even think that it, this happened this soon. Like I'm I was shocked that this he got sealed so soon. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. This is wild. So no. I was like, I was, I was like, what the hell does this mean? We for the rest of the arc, if his, if this man got sealed this fast. Nothing good. That's, uh, that's what that's <laughs> what really also caught me off guard when I watched the episode because I was just sitting there thinking to myself, this is like the third episode. So, we got mm-hmm. like at least thirteen <laughs> more. <laughs> like, because I think Shibuya incident, I think it was at least like somewhere between twelve to twenty episodes for this arc that they said was listed. Yeah, because so, I think it's the twenty four episode season, twenty four twenty three. So that we got more. Yeah, we got I, we definitely got more. I was and, like, this is wild. No wonder why they were saying like, yeah, this this it gets real right here in the Shibuya <laughs> incident. I was like, okay, I'm starting. Is the pieces are starting to make sense? I'm starting to realize why shit gets serious now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize. Indeed, indeed. So now all we got to rely on is the teams we got left, and honestly, I think. Nanami's team probably got like the best chance of pulling out of this right now, just based on who they got. They got Megumi and I mean this Takumi guy is not Takuma, excuse me, guy isn't that well known. But you got a special grade one in Nanami, and then you got Megumi and Takuma who are both grade twos. And so ne- Megumi know how to do domain expansions. So I think they seem good. I just I feel like <laughs> they gonna be okay for the most part. <laughs> No, I feel you. I mean, well, I brought um, you know, um, of course the Itadori team should be fine because they got Itadori. Maybe I don't, I don't think they're gonna have any issues either. Um, the team, I, I will tell you, the team I am worried about is the Asuya team. That's what, that's who I am worried <laughs> it's only, about. Yeah, it's only two, it's only two people. It's him and Panda. And now, granted, <laughs> Asuya, he he he's a teacher and the Great One, but I just, I mean, just them two. By themselves. Yeah, just, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the teacher got some, got you no, know, got some backbone to him. But I'm just saying, hey, I Panda ain't that useful in my, in my humble opinion. <laughs> unless, unless Panda been holding something back that I don't know about. Oh, well, he, we haven't seen one of his forms because he has three forms: his base okay. one, 
the gorilla one that we saw in the thing, and then there's the one uh, for his sister I, we, that we don't know about yet. So okay. I, maybe he'll pull that out. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm pretty sure he's going to have to pull it out at one point or another if he got it. This is this is the time to do it. This is the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this oh, is truly yeah. the time. But no, it, it's crazy. And then our boy, um, not Yuji, what's his name? The boy from the movie, JJK Zero. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, Yuta? I'm so bad with names. Thank you, Yuta. He's going to make an appearance at some point during the season, I'm pretty sure, because they already name dropped him. So I'm pretty sure he's he going to pop up at one point or another. So definitely Shit, he wait, wait for him to pop up. He go ahead to now. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead to that. So, so about to, shit about to go down. <laughs> so definitely wait for my boy Yuta to pop up on the scene and get to because I'm definitely interested to see how how much stronger he's gotten throughout the years as well. I think it was has been at least like what one or two years since the um the events of JJK Zero. I thought it was a couple. I thought it was like oh a couple, well maybe no a couple of years because he. May- Cause he uh, after that they also went and did some other stuff. So maybe like a mm. couple of years, but not it ain't been like no ten years though. I know that much. It's been like yeah. Just like a little well, I mean few probably years. like one or two. Cause I think what cause Maki and them are only yeah maybe like one year. Cause Maki and them are were in the same class and yeah. they're only year they're only second years now. So yeah. So definitely, I'm interested to see how much stronger he's gotten within this little short time here, and um. Also, just excited to see everybody else pop off because now they now they don't have Gojo to save them. It's all on them. Yep. <laughs> it's all yeah. on them. It is no longer wait for Gojo to show up the anime. It is no longer it's, that. It's no longer that because he go. So like, what you going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, something I am really interested to see in the next couple episodes is is, is if Ichidori is going to get to run the ones with Mahito. Again, because that now that he knows oh, he's there, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna get to run his ones with him at some point. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen because he, he can't just you know them two be in the same facility and they don't run the ones again. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen at one point or another. Yeah, I hope, I hope, fool, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> and then, last but not least, we did end the episode off with our boy Mekumaro popping, popping back up in Itadori's ear with some little earpiece device. God, yeah. God knows, came from out of nowhere. Who knows where it came from? But um, he popped back up with the device and he was like, basically, I'm pretty sure he, hopefully, he has more than one of these devices than just Itadori. Uh, but if not, you know, using your one on him is a good idea. Um, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, he was basically just letting um, Yuji know, like, hey, Gojo has been sealed. So, this yeah. is what we got to do. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> this is what we left off. Gojo has been sealed. You know, episode ended. I'm pretty sure he's going to talk about next steps after that and potentially, you know, how he's been sealed and things of that nature and potentially maybe how you can get it back. Or they might just focus on getting the hell on out of there. Maybe not. They're probably going to go on the offensive because I'm pretty sure they're not going to leave their teacher there. Especially after Yuji hears that, he's probably dead more than likely going to go then on the mm-hmm. offensive. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, d- I don't think they just up and leave if they could. If, if they can try and do something about it, they're going to try. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. One, how like, one, how Mekamaru is still communicating even though we we saw him get packed up. And then two, what, <laughs> what information can he impart to these guys before shit's over. Yeah, because then, like you said, on top of that, how does he know that Gojo got sealed? That's what I'm interested well, in. I mean, like, he I must got, he, oh, I guess he got the little fly bots and stuff that he can use, so he I, probably got be, one of those hanging around. It, it could be that, or this could be, like, um, him, he he knew the plan of what they were trying to do, considering, like, he Oh, well, maybe them. he did know the plan because he so, was, yeah, okay. So maybe this is, like, some contingency thing or anything like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see, but I am interested to see how this will play out as we move forward, because as a... Just say it. It ain't the way for go- your sensei to show up no more. <laughs> you, you, uh, <laughs> you got the it's juice all now. On you. It's all on you. Mm-hmm. It's all on you. You well, you know what? You know what theory? Theory time. This is okay. I'm calling. I'm, this is my one anime only theory because and now I'm making it now. <laughs> I don't know what this. Fate Ghetto's plan is, but I'm assuming he's probably gonna want to go fight Tengen Sama in one way or another, or kill him somehow. And he probably figured he couldn't do that if Gojo was still alive. That's my one theory. That'd be interesting. Take out take out Jujutsu God, basically. Yeah, because essentially he wants he. I I don't. Well, we don't know his true goals. I think he still has some of Ghetto's ambitions, but I'm pretty sure he has his own goals and ambitions as well. Especially now that I know I mean, he's not the same person. 
Well, so, what he told what he told the cursed spirits was that he w- basically wanted to get rid of uh, humans or subjugate humans so that cursed spirits could be like were like the real people or like the true population of Earth or something the, like that. That's what, like, what better way to do that than, that than to get rid of Jujutsu sources altogether? How do you do mm-hmm. that? Well, kill their god. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It'd be interesting if that is actually his true goal, or if he just said that shit to the cursed spirits to get them on his side. Like we don't know what this person has in store now, but I don't know. I'm just dropping that because we got the because you know we did the hidden inventory arc and all that before this mm-hmm. arc, so we got we got introduced to that character and then his importance and things of that nature. So of course he's, he's going to play a role at some point, one way or another, in the story later on. So I I just think that might be. Um, his plan. No, I, I th- we, don't, we still don't know what his plan is. But <laughs> we know no, he I think it's good. Go just, sealed and enacted, but we don't know what his true goal was. No, yeah, no, I think it's good. I'm just saying, like now, I, I was just kind of pointing that out because everything could be flipped on its head now. Like there's so, yeah. like after that reveal, like we we don't know this character at all. We no at he all. Looked yeah, fam- it, yeah, we he looked familiar. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it, though. <laughs> you know, so yeah, 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 looking forward, looking forward to what the rest of the Shibuya brings. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to the rest of the Shibuya arc brain. So um let us know down below what was your favorite um moment in the Shibuya arc so far and if you are an MA only as well, and if you or no, or if you're you know if you're one of those filthy mongreeders, if you're one of those and you're just alone for the ride and the pain and misery of us anime onlys, let us know down below in the comments what you guys think. And it is now time for everybody's favorite time. It's time for <laughs> GLC <laughs> News, your weekly source for your favorite anime news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. All right, everybody. So um, for this week for news, we got a, a few little announcements here today. We're going to get through them, though. Um, of course, before we get started with all of the major news, we do have one reminder. We want to remind everybody that the finale of the second core for Bleach Thousand Year Blood War is going to be premiering next week here on mm-hmm. Saturday the 30th. Not Saturday. Well, it is Saturday, um, but September. No, it is Saturday. I apologize. September the 30th. Um, but the reason why I wanted to mention that, though, is because it's going to be a two episode finale. So we're going to be getting episode 25 and 26, not just one. We're going to begin two episodes um, for the finale this up and coming um, Saturday on the that Saturday, whatever day is. The, the 30th. No, you're, is. you're right. It is a Saturday. Right. It is Saturday. I could have sworn tween, it was um, the 29th is Friday. Moved that. 29th is Friday. It, OK, uh, it is Saturday. OK, is so Saturday. no, yeah. my brain is correct. I thought I was <laughs> saying the wrong day. So, yeah, Saturday, September 30th. Um, we're we're gonna begin the finale for Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. And once again, it's gonna be two two episodes, episode twenty five and twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to you want to take this next one? Maybe? Oh, of course, I mean, of course. You're a fan uh, every, of this one. Everybody, Kono Suba is back, or well, coming back. Uh, we got a season three trailer. <laughs> um, it was more so kind of like an announcement thing, a little bit more than uh like an actual showing you what's gonna be in season three. But yeah. it is still hype. Um. I I haven't had the chance to finish up the spinoff series, but a lot of people liked it, and I am I, after watching the movie and everything, I am very excited to see Konosuba season three come back. So uh, yeah, well, look yeah, out for I, that. I'm definitely excited for Konosuba season three. I d- I just caught up on Konosuba here recently. I still got to watch the movie and the spinoff, but I just fully caught up on um the first season, the first and second season here. So I'm definitely excited for season three. As well, Kona Soup is a wild ride. <laughs> indeed, indeed, but a very enjoyable one. <laughs> and then uh, moving off of there, uh, it's it's sad news, but it's a good piece of news. So the second core of Mushoku Tensei is scheduled, unfortunately, for next year, but April twenty twenty four next year. The first core, mm-hmm. um, the first core of season two has ended, and we won't be getting the second core until next year, unfortunately. But this is this is a good first core. Um, I'm not gonna spoil it here. I, I did want to go a little details about some of the stuff but i'm not gonna spoil it here i'll probably save it to um we have a discussion on it but yeah um the first core for season two has ended and we're gonna be getting part two in april 2024 yep yep uh looking forward to that <clears throat> also um for those for bleach fans uh or tight kubo fans uh burn the witch is making a return so as you all may have known um burn the witch is a series uh small a uh, series that came uh, from uh, a Taikubo manga based in the same universe as Bleach, but taking place in Europe and more focused on witches and fantasy uh, than such as like uh, the legends of Japanese legends, such as Shinigami and stuff like that. Um, the one shot that started it all is getting an anime adaptation, and then later on we will be uh, welcomed with a season two for the manga as and possibly a continuation of the anime after that but uh do be on the lookout for that there are no release 
times or anything, but uh, it was announced recently. Yep. I still got to check this one out. I know you gave um, the Burn the Wish anime your blessing, and now there's a, a prologue or a prequel anime coming out. So mm-hmm. I got to get around to checking those one out. Uh, do you want to take the next one as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, another piece of news, um, a very popular light novel series called uh, Re-Monster is getting an anime. Uh, for those who may not have heard it, the quick, the quick synopsis is uh, Tomokui uh, Kanada has suffered an early death, but his adventures are far from over as he is reborn to a fantastical world of swords and magic, but as a lowly goblin. Uh, <laughs> basically, content to not let this stop him, uh, the now-renamed Ru uh, uses his new physical prowess and his old memories to plow ahead in a world where consuming other creatures allows him to acquire their strength and powers. So, basically think slime, but probably not as start a country and over the well actually you know it could be as overpowered as we all know isekais generally love to make their main characters over the top overpowered stuff like that so um just be on the lookout for that it does sound like this might be good i believe it it, no exact release day yet but i'm assuming it's probably gonna come later uh late next year if anything Um, yeah um it sounds like a slime clone so i'll probably check it out because i do like no i enjoy um reincarnated mm-hmm. slime so i'll probably get around and check this one out as well um but next here well we got Crunchyroll recently revealed their fall 2023 lineup um that's going to be you no know, coming up here <laughs> very shortly mm-hmm. in fall um with this is not we're not going to go over the full fall lineup we just want to go over some of the highlights and some of the interesting shows that um piqued our interest that we're going to check out and stuff like that and of course we left out some of the show it also the lineup has some shows we already talked about as well and we're not we're not going to mention those as well um, but I'm going to go. Through, so essentially, this is how yep. we're going to do. Which I'm just going to quickly go through all these shows here. Most majority of these are releasing here in October. And once I go through the list here, then we'll just you know we'll get down into the nitty gritty discussion. So starting us off here, Dr. Stone season three, part two will be premiering on October 12th. Then Goblin Slayer season two on October 6th. Shangri-La Frontier on October the 1st. The Kingdoms of Ruin also on October 6th. Um, Firefighter Daggio Rescuer in Orange on September 30th. The mm-hmm. Faraway Paladin. This is one of my favorites right here. The Lord of Rust Mountains. This is essentially season two. Um, we're going to be premiering on October the 7th. Um, Under Ninja is going to be premiering on October the 5th. And then Ron Kamon Hashi Forbidden Deductions is going to be premiering on October the 2nd. So, McMillian, mm-hmm. out of all those, those, those quick little few announcements there, which one are you most forward looking to? Oh, most. Oh, that's kind of hard. Uh, I haven't <laughs> I haven't checked out the Faraway Paladin yet, but I'm not going to lie. I watched a trailer for most of these. The second season looks like it's going to be really good. So I, w- I may want to say that. But as a person who hasn't checked it out, I, I, I might have to push it to the back. But just know that's like my secret <laughs> vote. Um, I think out of like the new stuff, Kingdom, the Sh- Shangri-La Frontier and Kingdoms of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Look very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, Shangri La Frontier seems to be this MMO uh, focused anime. I don't think it's SAO, like as in like he gets stuck in the game. Yeah. I don't but think so it either. does. It does look very. The animation looks really good. High, very vibrant, high frenetic, and I, it just seems like a very fun um, type of anime as well as like one to like that's going to have a decent amount of action to kind of like carry it. Um, the Kingdom of Ruin. Not gonna lie, never heard of it. But that trailer, that trailer hit. Like, it seems to be a mixture of like fantasy and science, and a war is going on. And yeah, the main the, character, the plot. I don't. Th- I, I forgot to write down the plot. But essentially, um, the plot goes: there's a there's a time where riches, where witches are basically leading this front for science, but or science mm-hmm. got to the point where they no longer needed witches. So for whatever reason, society decided to turn on all the witches and go on a witch hunt. Why? Who knows? But you know, they decided to go on yes, a witch hunt. I'm very and our main character is the apprentice of a witch who got killed, and he basically wants to take revenge on the kingdom. So th- that's the 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 summary of the plot. If, yeah, for those one- who don't know. If you if you don't haven't seen the trailer, highly recommend looking at it. The last line is cold as hell because it's like the most feared person should be the person who has nothing left to lose. I was like, <laughs> sign me up. All right, sign me. That's how you I, sell. Listen, I, a I show. said the same thing. I like like what Minion said. I read I read the um the synopsis and I went and watched the trailer. I said, okay, okay, you okay. got me. You I'll, got it, me exactly. 
Exactly. So if I had to hitch my bets, it's probably be like those two, maybe the Kingdom of Ruin, a little bit more than Shangri La Frontier, but yeah, that that, that trailer hit. Go watch that trailer. <laughs> oh, I guess for shows that I already know, but I'm definitely looking forward to um Goblin Slayer season two coming two. out. It's been so we've been waiting on this for so long, so I'm definitely oh, looking yes. forward to season two of Goblin Slayer. And then, um, as well as you know, the the second half of New World for um Doctor Stone that's definitely gonna the be good. Trailer for that one also very also very nice. Um, it really makes me think stuff is about to come down to the wire for them, which kind of felt is what season three kind of felt like anyway, even at the start. So yeah. I'm really interested to see what's gonna happen when we get back to it. Yeah, and then I, for me, for stuff I don't um I I haven't known too much about. My honorable mention will be the firefighter. Firefighter Daggio one simply because it's okay. So the the synopsis was uh, these three people who wants to become firefighters. They they're trying to join this special um firefighter group called Team Orange. And essentially, they the synopsis also says at the end, and this is their story on how they saved Tokyo from a great fire. So from 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 what they're saying, it sounds like there's gonna be some type of great disaster or, or great flame that you no know, it's gonna. That's gonna come and hit Tokyo, wherever that this um story takes place. Because mm-hmm. I, I I will take that back. I don't think they mentioned Tokyo, but wherever this <clears> um story does take place, and so I was like, okay, you know what? Just because it it does have this type of you know, because I don't know if you ever watched um, what was that? Mm, the mm-hmm. Tokyo and Res- Terror and Resonance. There oh, we go. Terror Resonance. Terror I Resonance. have. Yeah, I know of Terror Resonance. I know it's good. I myself have not just sat down to watch it yet. and i know some people are like it's only 11 seasons you've been watching anime you ain't watch uh, i mean 11 se- 11 episodes you've been watching anime? give, give yeah. me time all right i'm a busy man all right <laughs> <laughs> so i was like it kind of had gave me some like terror and resonance vibes even though like there's gonna be like some kind of like disaster that hits the city and but mm-hmm. these will be the special group of people that will save the day and some stuff like that okay so i was like okay i might go in and go and check that one out there Yep, yep. All right. It sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, just as a reminder, uh, that's Control's lineup for Fall 2023. Another thing that's coming in Fall 2023, Season 2 of Eminence and Shadow, which gets same day uh, English <laughs> uh, dub. And I believe that, if I'm not mistaken, that is also coming out, I think it was like October 12th as well. Uh, but that is going to be on High Dive. So just be yeah, aware that is, of that. Yeah, Eminence and Shadow is a High Dive exclusive. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. But um, I'll, quickly, I'll just go through the uh, stuff before we get to our weekly recommendation. Dr. Mm-hmm. Stone, uh, Season 3, Part 2, October 12th. Goblin Slayer, Season 2, October 6th. Um, also, okay. they did just release a video of the o- new opening for the Season 2, so if you're interested in that, do go check that out. Um, Shangri-La Frontier, October 1st. The Kingdoms of Ruin, October 6th. Firefighter Daigo, Rescuer in Orange, September 30th. The Faraway Paladin, The Lord of Rust Mountain, October 7th. Uh, Ron Kamon Hashi, excuse me, Forbidden Deductions, October second, <laughs> and Under Ninja, October fifth. Yeah, yeah. The Under Ninja also might be um very interesting. When it's about this like apparently this large group of ninjas that are spread throughout the world and they're taking on assassinations internationally. And the main character is a high schooler who's a ninja, so mm-hmm. it might be interesting. You might it, guys might want to go they, check that one out as well. Yeah, there's a trailer for that. Um, it seems to be somewhat of a mixture of traditional animation and CGI. Not doesn't look bad though. I will say, um, <clears throat> most interesting about that one, it does does seem like it's a contemporary type story. So like you got Ninja in the current world, and how yeah. that all works out is going to be, I think, very interesting. Um, yeah. Um. But once again, um, this is not the full lineup. If you guys want to check out the full lineup, I will make sure to um put the link in the description for the YouTube videos, at least for you um uh, for the audio only listeners. If you guys want the link to that, just go check out the um link once again in the YouTube description. And uh-huh. moving on from there, we're gonna be giving out our weekly recommendation. I'm gonna hand it over to our friend McMillian here. All right. So I thought this would be a good one. This is kind of a goal, uh, an oldie but a goldie. If you will, this came out probably around like the early 2000s, not as popular as our big three, um, Kagurabashi, Kagurabashi, and Kagurabashi. Uh, but uh, <laughs> this week, I'll be recommending D. Gray Man. If you don't know D. Gray Man, it's an exorcist anime. Um, somewhat, I want, if I could compare it to some things, I think JJK might be a good thing to like mix with, but also a little bit of Soul Eater. Um, Basically, synopsis-wise, um, this story takes place in a fictional 19th century England. 
Uh, the Gray Man is the story of Alan Walker, a 15-year-old boy who roams the earth in search of innocence. Uh, washed away to unknown parts of the world after the Great Flood, innocence is a mysterious substance used to create weapons that obliterate demons known as Akuma. Uh, so basically, <clears throat> just to expound upon that, um, Alan Walker is a part of this organization called, I believe, like the Black Exorcist or something like that. And they go around uh, hunting down demon zone as Akuma within their world that plague uh, basically the li- uh, people's lives. There are even greater demons called uh, the Noahs, uh, which are these family of people that are basically trying to make it so that humans no longer are like the top species on Earth. Um, and through that, they have to basically, uh, and the only way to like, Get rid of them is to fight them with weapons called innocence. Innocence is very interesting. There are multiple different types of them, and they each kind of have, they each choose um, their own masters. Uh, and the weapons are made to tailor the masters. It's really interesting. It's a really interesting plot. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the story is still going on in manga form, but the anime has ended. I do highly recommend checking it out, though. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of them. They probably gonna have to Give it the good old full metal alchemist 2012, no, 2012 treatment and the yeah, full, at some alchemist, point. full metal alchemist treatment as well. Yeah, at some point, but it is a really good if you have not checked it out. Highly recommend. Highly okay, recommend. all really right. Well, thank you for that. Once again, this week's weekly recommendation is D Gray Man. Definitely go check it out. McMillian has given his stamp and approval, stamp of approval for this one. Mm-hmm. Then, all right, everybody, we're going to head into our last discussion for today, and we just had. <laughs> We just had to check it out. Everybody was talking about it online. Everybody was memeing about it. So it was like, you know what? We might as well just go ahead and check it out. So this is the Kagurabachi chapters one and two discussion and review. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, I mean, let's just, just just right off the bat before we get to even too deep into the manga itself. Um, I don't. I did not look up who this mangaka was, but he or she, I can definitely tell this was definitely inspired by Demon Slayer. I, I feel the <laughs> Demon Slayer <laughs> inspiration in this. In, so it's in this. So it's actually very interesting, and I think this is where the meme stuff comes from. So Kagurabachi, I don't, I can't remember the author's name, and I do apologize. Uh, I would recommend people go look up, look it up. But apparently, he was a student of a really popular mangaka. Um, and he had submitted multiple different series prior to like different an- manga competitions, mm-hmm. all stuff like this. And he kept getting stuff placed at first place, winning these competitions, but he couldn't get stuff serialized. So this is like his first actual series to get a uh, full serialized. serialization treatment. And I think this is where the meme is coming from for it, where everybody's giving it so much hype because like he has the, the creator has a lot of pedigree, has proven to be a to create interesting concepts because he's winning manga competitions and stuff like that a good artist and but this is like their first actual serialized piece of work after trying so long and i think that's why people are making a big deal out of it and me <laughs> and, and basically making it like it's the greatest thing of all time um but yeah i, I thought that was pretty interesting uh, i thought that was pretty cool yeah. that is that is pretty interesting that's dope Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, just getting you know, just getting into the story here is uh, is looking like it's gonna be turned out to be a classic um revenge story, but one rooted with um ninjas and sorcery or samurai sorcery, not ninjas, samurai sorcery, if you will, or just mm-hmm. um yakuza as well, <laughs> they, because the, yeah. the mob is also in this story as well. We got introduced to the mob, um, but yeah, but it's you know it's a classic revenge story. You know, we get introduced to our main character Chiro. Um mm-hmm. and the you no know, story starts off you know introduced to our main character Chiro and his dad uh his dad has a complicated name I can't remember his dad but essentially his dad is a swordsmith though and he's mm-hmm. training on his dad to also become a swordsmith yeah and um, his dad basically created these weapons these really he's really he's like a famous swordsmith uh there you go really good one and he created these blades that were responsible for the end of a war a big war at one point within Japan um. Later on, we find out that there's more to these blades than just like really good craftsmanship, basically. But uh, <laughs> we followed that, and Chihiro basically has a the dream or to follow in his father's footsteps of basically becoming like a master blacksmith. But as we move through the series, we find out that uh, after a couple of years have passed, uh, some years have passed, and Chihiro's father had been killed, and now Chihiro's on the hunt to uh, find, find his these people. Murders. Yeah, and 
get revenge as well as take back the swords that they stole. Um, and this is also when we find out that uh, magic's involved because there's apparently sorcerers <laughs> that run around that that, that killed them. Um, which is probably the most interesting thing about this because at first I thought this was gonna be like oh John Wick. But with swords. But with swords. <laughs> and then I was, and then you get to like chapter two, and I'm like, oh, it's John Wick, but with swords and sorcery. All right, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. You have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned there was um sorcery in the first chapter though, because at the end you got well, yeah, the, at um, the, but I didn't know the, the what the one of the sorcerer guys had pulled up and was oh yeah, was talking at, to the with guys the that had tied up yeah with the Yakuza mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because the first chapter basically focused on Chi. Well, at the end of the first chapter, I should say, Chihiro finds this Yakuza gang that had been working with the sorcerers that he and he needed them as a lead to figure out like where, where these sorcerers, sorcerers might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was I'll, I'll say I was caught off guard because again, uh, up until like the first chapter is like fifty five pages. Up until like chapter up until like page forty something, it's just swords, and then all of yeah. a sudden. Magic is a magic. Thing. And I was like, just out of nowhere, just hey, magic. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. Well, all just right. wait to just wait to casually drop that. All right, cool. We, there's magic mm-hmm. in this world. Got it. <laughs> yeah, and then mess- and then basically, chapter two happens, and you find out, oh, Chihiro's dad imbued sorcery into the into so, the, the swords. Some of the certain blades he made. Yeah, and those were the ones that were responsible for ending the war. Um, yeah, there were six of them, and that they and these sorcerer, and this sorcerer group basically killed Chiro's father to for take these them. six blades. Mm-hmm. Correct, because uh, he he get, he handed them out. Of course, you know, for the war, but after the war was over, somehow he actually managed to get them all, get back, them all back. And he was, um, you know, keeping them safe because I'm pretty sure, you know, these are more powerful swords. You know, in the wrong hands, they can f some stuff up. And then one thing I do want to point out about that in that scene where he was showing Chiro his father, when father, when Chiro's father was showing him the swords. One of those, one of the boxes of that was had the swords in it was actually locked up more tight than the other that, one. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that one. Mm-hmm. So I was I like, did. okay, there's some, it's something about that. Right that one. was probably the most dangerous one right there. So we know that there's one out of the six that's a little more dangerous than the other, just because, like I just mentioned, his father had it more tightly locked up than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like he made sure, like, hey, let me put a lock on like this. On one. this one. <laughs> extra, extra tight. And it was it, uh, nothing. That's interesting. I will point out um, a big thing or a big theme of both chapters, I, especially like when Cheryl's talking to his dad, is that like as a swordsmith, you are taking under like a task where you understand you're making beautiful, like you're making something beautiful, but at the same time, this is still a weapon to kill people. And yeah. you are implicit. Basically, he said, like, by making these, you are implicit in the fact that these might kill good people. That they, as yeah, well these as might, yeah, there you go. And that was kind of like I think a, a underlying. T- this is probably that's probably like a underlying tone of the story is that they what they, what they wanted to like kind of represent is like he wanted to make sure like wow you know cool and all like these seven blades these six magical blades uh, he wanted to make sure at the end of the day that these things were probably kept away from other bad people like he understood Correct. they were needed for the war but after that they these probably shouldn't rest in people's hands but now. Correct. Chihiro has to make sure of that. And uh, we find out basically that Chihiro's sword um was the last is a seventh blade that his dad made and I guess in a, either an attempt to make sure that the other six never fell into the wrong hands again or something but like the manga says he died he basically died protecting He died protecting that it, one. yeah. Uh-huh. So, like you said, I, yeah, maybe he meant to. Yeah, we don't know the reason why he was crafting it. That wasn't explained yet. Maybe he was crafting, it, like you said, to, to protect the other six, or maybe he was crafting. Well, you know, because he, or maybe he was crafting it for another use. Because he, right before that, you know, in the early parts of the chapters, he mentioned that um, when making an enchanted blade, he was like, or just in katana in general, he's like, you got to think about what type of blade the world needs at the time. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. maybe he was making that enchanted blade for a different purpose. Because we do find out that, or this, maybe this was probably an unintentional part of it, but um, that the, his three goldfish are somehow also enchanted into yeah, somewhat related the blade to in the some blade form, in some way, or some way or another. Maybe that was unintentional, but they they are part of the enchantment now, though. Yeah, and I thought that was that was kind of cool, but also interesting because early in the chapter, Chihiro makes fun of his dad because his dad always talked to the <laughs> goldfish about the goldfish. Yeah, which, yeah well, he and, and it's interesting because he make a point to say he was listening because he barely said anything to them but he would like hear them 
So yeah. I'm wondering how that'll play a factor into this later on. But it's interesting well, yeah, it, that they also, especially now that we they know now that you meant that, 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 that um, excuse me, now that you brought that mm-hmm. up, we know there's magic in it. Maybe he actually could understand the fish. Now that we know there's magic in this world, yeah. I mean, and also uh, to bring up effect of like, there's another character I can't remember his name. It's someone that Chihiro and his dad were friends with. Mr. But Shiba. he even yeah, thank you, Mr. Shiba, uh, pointed out in like a part of chapter two or chapter one when he was fighting that Chihiro at the moment cannot fully bring out the powers of this seventh blade. So it, from right now, we don't know exactly like what it's fully capable of. But I feel like you know as we go into the thing and if he clashes with one of the six blades, Enchanted we'll really blades, get to see yeah, one of the other we'll ones. Really, yeah, yeah, we'll really get to see like what's so special about them because like the magic that they did show in this in the first two chapters was basically kind of like it's interesting like the guy grew a tree to like trap someone around like Mm -hmm. to basically trap a person and then the other one was a safety precaution because a yakuza member was about to blab his mouth and then he turned into a fucking tree um (laughs) so it'll be interesting i want to know like exactly what the magic system will be like um because it does seem it seems interesting so far right now i can tell that nature's involved but well it it seems like it's just yeah like you said there is some type of magic system it doesn't seem like it's solely strict to just those sources that we mentioned uh, we uh, mentioned maybe there's some prerequisites you have to learn um to have to learn magic stuff like that we also know that mr sheba does have sorcery because he used it to save old boy boy um mm-hmm. so mr sheba you know has sorcery as well um so it, no it, I'm, I'm with you on that what you know what are the what is the power system like you know what is the qualifications of being able to use sorcery and stuff like that yeah it'll be interesting and like how does that play into the crafting of the blades like what the what do you have to do that they're like because i'm wondering now because shiro's dad like you said i don't he could have had magical capabilities but maybe he also worked with like certain people, people to, to enchant to abuse yeah like i wonder like is everything as what it seems right now or could there be you know what what else is underlying underneath the surface i guess like with Correct. these two chapters and then also um, on top of that um, I wonder if they also was able to crack that one chest that was more tightly than the other ones. That one blade I that mean, was from, extra, that was extra tight. Because now that we know mm-hmm. about magic, maybe he put a magical barrier on that one as well. So who's True. to say that they're still trying to, you know, maybe break into that one? Yeah, they, it, they you know, that's very possible because they don't really show if that first box was destroyed. Because in the scene, if I remember correctly, because uh, right. they do show a quick like panel of what lo- what it looked like after Chiro's like. Chiro and his dad's place got attacked. They show like the sword boxes being broken and stuff like that. But the first one is missing, so that's a good catch. Um, but yeah, that's basically what we got from the first two chapters. Um, is it the greatest thing of all time? <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, I think the meme is very funny. I was telling this to my friend though. I was like, man, I, I don't know how I feel. Very conflicted. If I was the person that made a book or something like this and then people were like memeing it because then i'm like y'all think my work is a joke or like are y'all just really trying to support me you know i don't know when when i when i was reading i just i I thought to myself the magaka really said when he found out that the uh demon slayer powers and stuff was just fake it was just all he said don't worry about it hold my beer (laughs) he took medicine (laughs) to his own (laughs) I, i mean that'd be that would also be very funny but um what would you do do i i guess Rate speaking of rating or not rating, but like opinion, mm-hmm. I I do think this has a good foundation. I'll say that I don't I know agree. if it'll turn into something as big as everyone's hyping it up to be. But I will say this: I do like where it's at, where how it started a little. Like I um, something I will say the the dialogue in the first chapter was a little bit like clunky. It was just like my dad's a swordsmith, your dad is a swordsmith, <laughs> a very special sword, and I'm like I I, I get it. I, I understand. He wanted you to know his dad was a swordsman. It, it was just very, it was just like very like call and respond. Like it was trying to explain, give so much to you. I feel like, and I yeah. was like, I get it. You don't gotta oversell. But I, I, you I already told say, me his dad is swordsman five swordsman. times I, already. I get. I one hundred percent understand. Yep, the the pictures are reinforcing that he that is a he is indeed a swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I will say that the first chapter felt very like kind of certain parts felt very redundant, but I will say, I think what it has given me within the first two chapters is enough to kind of like, all right, I I like what I'm seeing. I want to see more, but I 
Yet, it, it, you know, let's calm down. All right, people call it the big three. I, I get, I get it's the meme. I just, I just don't want to oversell it because that can also kill it. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it's. I, I do like the premise that the um, author has going on with the story so far. I like it, especially the the magic aspect because I wasn't, no, I wasn't expecting magic at all in this story. You know, from all mm-hmm. the cover art and stuff like that. So when I you know, started reading it and you no, know, I found out that magic was in, I was like, okay, you know, it piqued my interest a little bit more because you know, I, I, me, I'm a, I'm a magic junkie, so I was like, okay, let me. <laughs> it, like I said, you know, it just piqued my interest a little bit more. So I, I got I got more into it. So, and then, like I mentioned earlier, you know, it's a, it's a classic revenge story, but also it has another meaning to it because why he is trying to, um, you know, get revenge for his father and all that, he also wants to achieve his father's greatest work because he doesn't want it out there in the wrong hands. So not only, yeah. not only that, he's he, he is trying to, um, you know, revenge his father, but he's essentially also trying to save the world in a sense as well. Yeah, in a, in a sense, I don't know if we'll get to world-saving territory. But <laughs> well, I guess we'll just country take over take, territory yeah, at least. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> we, don't, we don't really know what the plans are. These sorcerers do have. These sorcerers, yeah. But I'm pretty sure they got some but, type of grand plans to have some mm-hmm. type of control over some type. You know you know what I mean? Like yeah. some type of control so, over something. to a certain extent. Something, yeah. They got. They definitely. I pretty. I mean, you don't just break out seven magical swords at end of day for, war, nothing. for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you just, <laughs> yeah. So you're just not going to break them out for nothing. Hey, we, <laughs> um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I'm. I'm glad to at least have said the, that. If the mar, if the if the memes were to get people to read, congratulations, you did. The congratulations, because you got us. You got yeah. us. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm probably. I'll, I'll probably continue to check it out. Um, I do think Ace, you read somewhere that it might have already been approved for an anime. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty if that's sure true. that was just a meme. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure that was just a meme. There is no. <laughs> it's only, I was about to say the second. The second uh, as of this recording, we are recording on the Saturday that the second chapter came out. So I don't. I yeah. that would be a, a very appalling. But yeah, I will no, say it, yeah. If if you're on the fence about checking it out, I would say read it. I enjoyed it. Um, only two chapters. I mean, I hope it doesn't drop the ball. But well, you know, we got it. We got, we, we got to do it. Chapters one and two. We're gonna put them together. Rank them. Braid them. Not rank them. Braid them. Seven put them together. A solid seven. seven. A solid seven. I, well, it's I, definitely... I guess we'll call it the intro, if you will, the intro to the yeah. story. I because I, I, I will say that um, chapter two still does have some intro no stuff mm-hmm. story stuff in it as well. I, I'll say solid seven. I think uh, in terms of starts, it's a decent start it's not like something i feel like that'll like it's over the top or like too flashy it doesn't like full it doesn't like grab you hard but it does it'll right. leave leave you interested like uh in my opinion so yeah I, i'll give it a seven i, I agree as well I, I i gave it you know the same thing of smooth solid seven like you said it, nothing too crazy but it is like like I mentioned earlier, I do like the premise that the author has going on right now. This with this revenge story slash this retrieval story as well, because he mm-hmm. got to go back and get his father's heart on work and all that. Like I I love all the like the themes and stuff behind it, and as well as I do like I mentioned earlier, it, it is Demon Slayer inspired. Like you can you can tell it's definitely Demon yeah. Slayer inspired. So, um, no, I'm I'm interested. I'm, I'll probably keep um I'll check this one out. I'll add it to the list of mangas that I am currently reading. So that'll make this three now. So, um, no, I add it to the list. Yeah, yeah. So that was Kagurabashi, uh the review of the new big three. <laughs> <laughs> Not the new big three. <laughs> That's what people have been saying. It, but I just saw so I just I haven't heard that one. You haven't heard that one? one. Yeah, it, no, did you did you see the one where he was um modded into a fighting game? Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> I I have also seen um there's a funny edit on like TikTok or YouTube, you could probably find it, of the Bay character going up against Naruto, Luffy, Ichigo, and Goku. <laughs> And like <laughs> telling them they don't have enough power to fight him, and I'm just no, like, I didn't see that. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I didn't see that one, but no, it's it's a decent story. I will I will say, and if it does get an anime adaptation one day, I will actually check it out. As, as long as the manga does continue to be good, the first two chapters were pretty decent. So yeah, um, it, you know, the manga still just you no know, turns out to be good. If and, you know it turns out it is getting an anime adaptation, I will check it out. Yeah, yeah, um. But yeah, that's so that was uh, our thoughts on it. Please let us know in the comment section of YouTube or on our social media what you guys thought if you checked out the chapters and are you enjoying the memeage? Uh, is <laughs> and do you think it'll hopefully live up to the hype one day uh, that it, the memes are generating? 
Yep. Um, well, with all that being said, my friend, why don't you go ahead and take us on out of here? Yep. As always, guys, appreciate you for watching this last listening. If you would like to stay up to date on all things about the council, please consider following us on our social media. That is at Goran Otaku's on Twitter. Ooh. And at Goran Otaku Council on everything else. Uh, for those watching us right now on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Please help us get to that 100. We really do appreciate it. Um, and also, for the audio listeners, please consider following our podcast on whatever audio platform that you are listening to us on. Um, you know, let us know how you're liking the episodes. Please, you know, also go visit the red app, hit the, hit the red button. <laughs> I guarantee you, it'll just be popping your feed. If you prefer listening to us on audio, still appreciate it. But we would love the help to get to that 100. Um, with all that being said, guys, continue to enjoy this current anime season as we move into the fall and get hype for the new stuff that is coming. Um, with all that, you all have a wonderful evening, morning, whatever, you know, is going on in your life right now. This girl, <laughs> this girl talk council saying meeting adjourned. Peace. <laughs>